Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Friends with Friends, um, but regrettably, out of respect, this week's episode of Friends with Friends is cancelled. Um, so we'll leave it there. Goodbye. I thought it was weird you're doing a sort of somber tone, and I thought it was because this is very boring behind the scenes, but uh, Pete accidentally yanked his microphone out of his laptop about two minutes ago, and then when he put it back in, I thought you were doing that thing that, like... Your grandparents might do where they think if they talk quietly into the microphone, they might not break it again. Um, well, do you know, I, I'm sat in a different location, actually. Where are you? Um, I'm in my, I'm at my little kitchen table that's in my kitchen slash living room area. Kitchen slash bathroom? Um, which fans of the Friends with Friends lockdown Instagram quizzes will know my living room well. Oh, uh, from um, the telly with the slideshows. Yes, exactly. But I, I had to move my microphone from my desk because I sold my desk on Gumtree. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, me through that. I just, I don't need it because I've got this table. So I would suggest need, strongly you do need the desk well, I, based I, on today. Look, better cable setup, and then there'll be no accidental yanking out of the microphone. So what table, table. are you going for now? Just the, um, just the, t- are you in the dining table? Is this a food-based table? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. But so you're going to have a non-permanent setup here rather than your permanent microphone setup at the desk. Is that the plan? No, I, I think it may just be a permanent setup. There's enough room on right. it for permanent setup. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's fine. Well, look, we, we all look forward to the stability of your microphone cable improving. And if anybody does uh, live in the Leeds area and wants to buy some furniture, um, I do, you know, there's a, there's a few bits up for grabs. Are you selling some more stuff? Yeah, I am actually. Oh, yeah. What else are you selling? Uh, a little armchair, which is quite small and not very practical. My dad <laughs> fell off it when he sat on it. Fell off it? Um, yeah. And what else was that? Oh, a toaster. Do you want a toaster? Uh, no, I don't. I rarely use my toaster as it is. I've only got one. Yeah, for well, I, I don't visitors. use my toaster. Therefore, no. it's, it's going. Um, I'm going to stop pimping out my possessions. Hey, look, we've got a look. It's it's absolutely reasonable, you know. You've got you've got an audience here, and you you have some wares to flog, Pete. Mm, This is no different to sort of advertising a podcast or something else, is it? You know, you're just advertising your toaster instead. Exactly, exactly. So, if you want a toaster and you're in the Leeds area, or if I mean, the toaster's probably postable, isn't it? Wouldn't it be great to sit in your new um, secondhand armchair and eat some secondhand toast? While Um, listening to a podcast where they talk about it. Yeah, exactly. 
the armchair won't fit in the post, but the toaster might. That's my. Is that is that correct? I can't. No, pick up only. Can't be asked posting shit. Okay, fine. No posty toasty. Fine. Yeah. No posty. Um, <laughs> as the old saying goes, as Paddy McGuinness says at the start of "Take Me Out," no posty, no toasty. Oh, should we talk about friends? Yes, go on. probably for the best, isn't it? Probably yeah. for the best. Um, hello from Australia. Oh, this is Zoe. By the way, are you me. reading this message upside down? Uh, I am. Yes, on my head. Good. Uh, my sister put me onto this podcast last year, and it has so far got me through six lockdowns. Oh, you guys! Jesus, I mean, you did have a lot of those there, didn't you, you Australians? Um, I'd like to request the one with the blind dates for literally no other reason than John Lovitz's perfect monologue in the restaurant. I've used the line, and I'm pretty sure I'm infertile, said with inflection, yes, in my daily life. Daily life? In my daily life, more than... I just pronounced life wrong, but it sounded almost Scottish. Yeah. My daily life, more than the line would imply. (laughs) Uh, That and I have such fat hands. Love the pod (laughs) and you guys, Zoe. Oh, thanks, Zoe. And thank you for listening from Down Under. Hope you're not currently in a lockdown. Do you know what? We had a message this week from Amy, who Peter famously got the thumb it in tattoo. Oh, yes. Uh, And who's based in China. And they're back in lockdown right now. Are they? God. Day 11 of a three-day lockdown. Three days? Yeah, so it's supposed to be three days. And they haven't lifted it after 11. And she said someone else, or there was another region of China recently that had the same thing, and it lasted 80 days. Right. Difficult to feel optimistic about that ending on time, isn't it? It is. And especially when you consider that out of... 21 million people, she says. There's 200 cases of COVID at the moment. I honestly think I passed more people with COVID on my way home from work today. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just willy-nilly flouncing around. At least you've got a nice tattoo. At least she's... Yeah, exactly. exactly. Every cloud has a thumb in tattoo. Yeah. So there you go. Um, I've done the request, haven't I? Yes. The one with yeah, the blind I've... dates. Would you like a synopsis, Peter? Yeah, go on. 175-265. Yeah, I like that. That's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's it quite is. satisfying. Uh, to get Ross so and Rachel... You said that like um, an old person answering their house phone. Uh, 175-265, how am I yeah. your call? Yeah, to exactly. Who am I speaking? What did you used to say when you picked up your house phone? Uh, hello? <laughs> ahoy, not ahoy. ahoy. Come on, yeah. I'm the grand my, my granddad always used to say his house number in exactly the same way. Yeah, people used to pick up the phone with the number. That was a, yeah. that, is, that is a throwback to even before the pager, isn't it? Do you it? know what? I think one time I tried to do that and then threw in the area code as well, and I just felt like I was reading numbers for about five minutes. <laughs> what is this, the lottery? Yeah. Um, to get Ross and Rachel to realise they are perfect for each other, Phoebe and Joey set them up on bad blind dates. Phoebe sets up Rachel with an unpaid shirt maker. What <laughs> a phrase. I'm not sure it's entirely accurate either. Who criticises himself and tries to make others feel pity for him, while Joey, accidentally finding Ross a perfect woman, says the date is off, making Ross think the date stood him up. Meanwhile, Monica and Chandler babysit Emma, but Monica realises she miscounted the dates she's ovulating, so they hurriedly run off to the next room to have sex, oblivious to baby Emma. Joey hears them having sex and removes Emma out of the apartment. Special guest appearance by John Lovitz as Steve. I do love John Lovitz. He's so good, isn't he? He's so good. His character is dreadful. I mean, we'll come on to this, won't we, a bit later. His character is such a dreadful... Sad. Sad. Yeah, exactly. But... 
he is so funny with it all the way through it. And yeah, he's absolutely brilliant. Should we start though with the uh, strangely devised plot of Monica and Chandler trying to decide whether to have sex in front of a baby or not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a, the Chan- Chandler and Monica's behavior in this episode is just generally like, like Chandler attempting to entertain a child who's unable to lift her own neck with some slapstick comedy it's like <laughs> that's obviously not gonna work <laughs> yeah i mean at best sounds and movement is is all she can really cope with i mean she can't even see behind the couch when he's doing his i'm going downstairs bit exactly she? i mean this is when they're trying for a baby as well it doesn't scr- none of their behavior screams we're ready to be parents i i feel like don't have sex in front of a baby it should like be a given should be quite high on the list of things shouldn't it if you're if you're especially if you're aiming to become a parent in the very near future um yeah it's that whole bit where they discuss it at length and then decide not to have sex in front of the baby but then as soon as the baby falls asleep, they abandon the baby to go and have sex. But they get into the sex, the full throes of sex very swiftly, don't they? Because Joey comes in within about um, 10 seconds and yeah. listens at the door and they are already absolutely slamming. What? <laughs> absolutely slamming. I tried to yeah. think of a verb there and that's no, what I came up with. I heard your brain whirring uh, quite to the, the, the rate of not there pink um, yeah what i would say is for a and look this is not to paint stereotypes but for a sort of married couple that have settled into their relationship as monica and chandler have as indicated earlier in this seat you know in this storyline by chandler sitting there re- reading obituaries and they're sort of you know they've sort of admitted to themselves and to rachel they've not got much to do these days you know they're just sort of hmm, they're there aren't they you know they're married and they're having a sit and they don't do much it feels very implausible that they'd be, like you say, so quickly undressed and into the throes of passion for, let's face it, what is clearly a very functional sexual interaction. Yeah, I was going to say functional is the right word. Yeah, they've they've been sort of just scheduling it almost to the point of of absolutely specific details. And yeah, like you say, Joey's in and within 10 or 20 seconds, they are audibly, as you said. No, you have to use a different word. Uh, bonking. Oh, yeah. Good. Bonking's one of the best worst words, isn't it? Um, yeah. You can't, you can't have a said, can't have a sensual bonk, can you? Uh, you have a sensual bonk? No, bonk. Bonking, I find, is like, um, like a... Rutting. Like a randy old man <laughs> bonking with his socks on. <laughs> Is it? Can you have a function? And how answer? is your dad, Dave? Oh, Peter! <laughs> oh, Peter! That was too low. The bar was too uh, low. Yeah. Oh, okay, we seem to be recovered. We had to take a break for an hour and a half there whilst I. Uh... <laughs> Did some deep breathing. Yeah, you did a bit crying as well, didn't you? But yeah, but that's fine. We're back uh, in the post-bonking era of the podcast of this episode. Um, where were we? Um, <laughs> oh, the Monica and Chandler storyline. Do you know what I really like about this storyline? Before they get to the strange, shall we have sex in front of a baby, yes or no, non-debate. Um, I really like, and this is what Friends does so well, that uh, they're doing jokes 
jokes and or laughing at them within the sitcom. We've talked about this before, but so many yeah. sitcoms, the majority of sitcoms, humor. yeah, majority of sitcoms just don't do that. They do jokes and no one ever laughs. But at the start, when Chandler is sort of going, um, uh, you know, his, his retorts to you guys aren't busy tonight and this sort of like, oh yeah, I've got to go back to reading the obituaries and, and Jennifer Aniston as Rachel laughs at that in the show and the same when Chandler says oh suddenly I wish I was reading my own name and Monica laughs I just really like that it's it's done so well and even in season nine they're sort of persisting with this idea that yes they are all funny people but they're funny within the world as well as outside it you know yeah exactly but yeah I mean let me just get into there's very actually little to this element of the plot isn't it apart from I mean the only other thing that happens is Joey rescues slash kidnaps Emma as well (laughs) Like, he just walks out with the baby from where, admittedly, she has been abandoned, but she is still within an apartment, you know? Doesn't leave a note, doesn't text anyone, doesn't say anything, just just takes the baby and leaves. Good that he's um, concerned for Emma's welfare as well. Turns well, out that Joey's uh, friendship extends to babies. It's an interesting one, this, isn't it? Because we'll come on to this a bit more when we get into the other plot and the, the blind dates and all this, but... I don't know if you clock this, but this episode seemed particularly, for a late episode, like it was emphasising Joey's early 20s behaviour of sort of shagging around, bonking around Pete. Yeah. Not knowing the names of women, not really know. You know, at one point he says, oh, my date last night, yuck, uh, but wish keep her voice down, she's still in the bedroom. It was all that, yeah, wasn't it? I know what you mean. The joke um, that she's um, the one night stand still in the bedroom. Yeah, and then also the fact that Phoebe and Joey are basically meddling in their friends' relationships to make them miserable deliberately. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of oddities going on in this episode. And then Joey suddenly becomes incredibly moral after spending the rest of the episode sort of plotting his friends' misery and treating women like absolutely like they don't matter. And suddenly he's like, well, you can't have sex in front of a baby. That's That's where I draw my moral line. But then having sort of stood by that for a moment and going, I must tell Rachel about this. This is beyond the pale. Um, he completely folds and loses all his morals based on a promise that they will call their first child Joey, which they don't even admit to. There's also that moment at the start where um, he says that seeing Rachel with the breast pump on is like enough to put him off, which it, we we know that it isn't, right? Because he does still. Like, yes, bother. yes. This is pre um, their thing, isn't it? If you if you found a woman really attractive like, and then she had a boob out, like you'd, wouldn't you quite... Like a breast pump isn't that off-putting. A breast pump is... Do you know what? As as I watched that bit, I actively found myself thinking, I don't think I've ever seen a woman use a breast pump. And I don't know. I don't know. Because Ross and Joey seem to... Come on, I'm going to... Is this wise to Google this? I Like, it's a it's a very... Obviously, it's a, a, a functional task and not an inherently sexy task. Yeah, but, but that's... You know. I don't know why, if there was a woman you found incredibly attractive, if you saw them breast... Yeah, I know. I have seen like this. Yeah, just <laughs> what on earth have you just found on Google that provided you? No, I was just trying to see how, yeah, how sort of off-putting that would possibly be. But like you say, it's just a suction cup on the front of a on the front of a boob, isn't it? Exactly. Basically. It's not that horrifying at all. No, no, absolutely not. And he's in no position to judge, judge morally anyway, considering he's apparently just been walking around naked in the mornings without really considering his new flatmate. That's true. She probably finds him very unattractive as well with his droopy morning... No, I'm not going to finish that sentence. What? (laughs) Goodness me. Anyway. Oh, this has been a a strange one today so far, hasn't it? 
Um, anyway, yeah, so uh, Emma disappears, Monica and Chandler emerge. I'd say it was unwise of Monica to call Rachel immediately before they'd even checked across the hallway because that is landing herself in some shit. But she does get out of it very quickly, very quick thinking from Monica. That's the true. old, uh, we're playing peekaboo and she likes it when I'm really dramatic. And not saying I hold Rachel in much high regard for buying that as an explanation. No. I think she should have questioned that more. But yes, I mean, have you got anything more you'd like to add about this plot line before we move on to the main course of crab cakes? All I've added is uh, strained plums. Strained um, plums? Well, that's the other plot line, isn't it, Pete? I'm talking about your dad again. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Right, before we get into the main bit of this, are you going to promise that all oh, that's out of the way now? Yeah, we're not going to we're not going to reference my dad anymore. We're not going to reference any of the above. Yeah, it's fine because I'm not sure I want to continue if that's going to be yeah that's, a running that's, joke. It's, of this it's podcast. okay. It's fine. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Fine. Talk about Ross's coat. His coat. Did you notice his coat? No, I don't think I glocked it. Oh, when Ross comes in at the start, he is. Basically wearing a full Matrix leather, black leather coat. Well, he does like leather or pleather. He does, doesn't he? It's, I mean, again, it's, you, you, the fact you didn't even clock it, it just shows how sort of in keeping it is with that 90s fashion. Yeah, a bit naff. But when you look at it, my goodness. Like, if, you, if I wore that to, uh, to the pub and came and walked in, you'd be like, what the flying fuck is going on here? Like, are you in fancy dress? Or are you <laughs> you in a long leather coat would be a really funny sight. But why? Why me more so than Ross in the night? Well, night, I suppose you know? if he, if, if, like, if he wore it these days, I think yeah. it's very much, well, I was going to say of its time, it, probably some people would still say it was naff at its time, but yeah. if anyone these days wearing long leather coats has yeah. not got the memo. No, and frankly, I can't even consider a world these days in which this, this is probably going to be one of those things where people are listening to the podcast in 10 years, but I just feel like we're at the start of or right in the middle of an era of the world, especially in this country, where the idea of wearing something that hot is just 
Yeah, it's impractical. just impl- it's impractical and implausible. I yeah. don't ever want. I wore jeans for the first time this weekend, Pete. I think I've already told you this actually, <laughs> but I'll, I'll repeat it again because I don't have many stories. Jeans for the first <laughs> time since like April, and it's just got a little bit nippy. But frankly, did you have to wear jeans because you shit yourself in all your shorts because of your food poisoning? <laughs> no, I didn't. Thank you very no. much. I was just going out, and I felt like shorts wouldn't be appropriate, and it was right. also raining. Um, but yeah, but apart from that, I've just been. I'm just been in the. Like Joey getting up in the mornings, I've just been wearing the least possible clothes for basically the last six months, and I can't see that changing much. Right. Not naked, though, crucially. That's a relief. Um, Right, to the blind dates, shall we? Yes. Uh, Interesting approach of Phoebe's to set Rachel up with someone who used to basically sexually assault her. An odd decision... On almost every level. I mean, even before we opt for the sort of the person that they decide on, this whole plot line is just them doing a lot of meddling above what I would say is appropriate, you know? They've decided themselves, these two just need to, we, we need to do this. This is our, you know, this is our obligation to get these two back together. They're perfect for each other. I mean, are they? Are they? That's a whole other debate, isn't it? Um, but they're like, oh, they should be a family. Just keep out of it, guys. Stop actively making your friends miserable by setting them on dreadful experiences to try and force something that clearly they don't even know whether they want. And if they really are lobsters, then they will just find their way back to each other in time. Exactly. We don't need your meddling. We don't need it. And like you say, she set up Rachel on... A date which isn't, you know, setting up with someone that's boring is one thing. But setting up with someone that's clearly got behavioural issues hmm. and mental health issues and substance abuse issues. And, you know, he's, he feels dangerous, really, doesn't it? There are a lot of, having said that about a character who is, well, intentionally dreadful. Hmm. Um, I, a, a few of the things I love about Steve. Steve. Um that face he makes after saying he lost his restaurant to drugs, where he like yeah. like does a sort of jaw stretch gurn type yes. thing, um, which is really, really good. And then a little bit later after the date's gone so badly, where he just very sternly looks at her and says, would you like to make love to me? <laughs> that is one of also the lines. really good. That is one of the funniest lines of the whole episode that I love that the, the delivery of that. And as um, Zoe pointed out, the, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm in Ferno um, is all brilliant. It's just, he, he brings so much comedy to this dreadful and questionable character that yes, I guess you do forgive it, don't you? But my days. Yeah. He's so good. And you can see why they brought him back as well. Can't you? I mean, it's been such a long time. He's This is the longest gap between guest star appearances in All of Friends. And I, I just, it's it's great seeing like Jennifer Aniston up against someone who's every yeah. bit as, as talented in comedy acting. Comedy like there's, there's yeah. the great bit where he says, um, uh, it, probably, it doesn't work anyway about his yeah. penis. Um, and she does this like really casual look down at his crotch at that point as well like she's really mulling it over yeah yeah by the end of it you sort of think that rachel's enjoying this because it's going to be such a good story um but uh, overall as an experience absolutely dreadful hey yeah a shout out to sam pancake though 
Sam Pancake. Yeah, I did think of him. Well, Sam Pancake. Now, this probably needs some context, doesn't it? Uh, the waiter is called Sam Pancake. The actor that plays the waiter is called Sam Pancake. Yes, fine. More specifically. Uh, Sam Pancake. So we, we've touched on this before, uh, the number of quizzes we did do in lockdown, and we did start to run out of ideas. So I think we did an entire picture round one week where you had to name the waiter <laughs> from restaurant scenes in Friends. And it wasn't just like name the waiter because that would be ridiculous. They're all called waiter. It was like, what's the occasion? But Sam Pancake is um, uh, quite a unique waiter in Friends, isn't he? Because he appears in not one, but two episodes. As a waiter both times. As a waiter both times. See, the same waiter that's trying to give Ross free crab cakes uh, is also the waiter that um, thinks, you know, oh, I'm pretty sure he's dying when Joey and Rachel are hugging, you know, when Joey tells Rachel in the restaurant and everyone's left and they're still there hugging. Um, so yeah, Sam Pancake did good enough job to return in the role of sassy waiter. And I do love the ongoing, are you worried your date came, saw you and left joke yeah. as well about Ross. Yeah, Have you ever been stood up on a date, by the way? Uh, no. It feels like a really common trope in films and sitcoms and stuff, but I'm not sure I know anyone this ever actually happened to. Like, I guess in the modern day, is it a bit different? Because you would always at least just text going, oh, I can't, I can't go. But the idea of being actually stood up, aka going to the place that you previously agreed with no indication that they weren't coming, and then them just not being there, feels like... If that happened to me, I'd be furious, wouldn't you? Anybody in that situation's ego would be understandably quite wounded. Right. Because all it really takes is, oh, I'm really sorry, I'm not well, I'm not coming. Like, the actual act of just not turning up at all, Christ. I mean, no wonder Ross is... I mean, Ross seems to be taking it quite well until he discovers the waiter's game, doesn't he? Yeah, that's true. Um, And it's only that bit that... That, that sort of makes him feel insulted. And he gets some free crab cakes, which, considering he's allergic to lobster, I'm not sure him and a crab would get on very well, would you? That feels <laughs> and like... And a crab. One a singular crab. crab. <laughs> it just feels like... I mean, I'm saying this casually. I did look into shellfish allergies quite extensively earlier when I was researching this. <laughs> uh, and it's fairly uncommon for someone to have a, an allergy to a single shellfish and not be affected by some other. So Ross's lobster... Allergy would surely extend to crabs. That's that's the strange hill I'm going to die on today. That's okay. But he's you go ahead and die. Nom- <laughs> I think there's a little flaw in his plot line, and as as does happen in the end, it does play out. The idea that Phoebe and Joey think, oh, all we need to do is set them up on one bad date, and then suddenly they'll be back together. Like if you had one bad date either Rachel's or one where someone stood up, your immediate first thought wouldn't be, well, better go and get back with my ex then. That's true. Like, you'd just be like, I'm sad and annoyed and frustrated. Like, they're just putting their friends through a bit of a shit time for, frankly, the sake of nothing. It doesn't feel too good, does it? No, no, I know what you mean. And um, 
I do like the whole Mexico joke as well. We've not really, we've not really uh, given that the credit. It's yeah, so, something that always makes me laugh is, uh, oh, ho, oh, oh, ho, it's not Santa's plan. Yeah. Um, that whole maniacal laugh, Phoebe, yeah, like you say, putting into play her little plans with the, the running off to Mexico at the end. Um, and actually them, I'll tell you what I really like, it's a really weird thing to, to sort of flag, but the bit at the end when Rachel goes into the coffee house after her bad day, because of course the coffee has to be open at 11pmp and busy as anything, because that's where all the cool kids hang out. Um, and she just finds Ross sitting there on his own. Why wouldn't they just go home? Yeah, true. But I do really like the fact they do these shots from inside the coffee house to Phoebe and Joey outside. Or, you know, they do a first shot to Rachel coming over the road from, from her, the end of her date. And then these shots of them peering through the window. They're just little shots you don't quite often see. And some different some angles. Yeah, just really, you know, I enjoy them. When's a good time to mention that there's been a quiz admin error? Uh, would it be when we get to the quiz? Yeah, do you want to get to the quiz? Yeah, shall we? I think so, yeah. They, oh, well, the only, before we do get to the quiz, which I'm really looking forward to the quiz, by the way, today. Yes, so it would be nice to do a quiz, I hope, it? I hope it's a good one. Uh, before we get to the quiz, the only thing that I would like to flag, which has always annoyed me in this episode, and I know it's for reasons of blocking and continuity and whatever, but why would Phoebe and Joey run towards the coffee house door when they're running away from Ross and Rachel and not the other way. Oh, yes, they do run towards it, don't they? Do you know what I mean? They're standing sort of in the middle of the, the, the window and they would just leg it off in that direction, surely. They run past the door, thus giving Ross and Rachel much more time to catch up. And I know it's so they can get that line out about going to Mexico, but it's just always annoyed me. There's just that thing of like, you just wouldn't bloody run that way, would you? Would a quiz make you feel any better? Oh, Peter, I cannot tell you how excited I am about the quiz. Go on, quiz me up. Question one. Um, so, uh, what's the name of the person who requested the episode? I've completely forgotten. Zoe. Zoe. Uh, so Zoe got in touch yep. uh, saying that she'd email us a quiz. And then I noted down that she'd done us a quiz. And I then searched in my email inbox where she said she'd send the quiz uh there isn't the the word quiz doesn't feature in any of my emails in all of my email account that doesn't feel right because she's certainly not the first first person that sent you the quiz right so uh i think i might have accidentally deleted the quiz heater um but just you wait for next week because there will be a great quiz will there don't know <laughs> uh, hang on, we need to. I feel like we need to rectify this atrocious situation that you've put us in. Well, you're. To be fair, you're in charge of quiz people. Mm, yeah, that's true, isn't it? So you need to get someone to do a quiz for next week's episode. So would you therefore like to know which episode it is? Yes, please. Uh, it is uh, the one with the evil orthodontist. Ooh, we go way back now. The one with the evil orthodontist. Right, so here's who's next on the quiz list, Pete. Would you like to know? Go on. Da, 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 da. Is he killing time while he gets it up? Yes, he is. Sasha. Um, Sasha. Sasha, it's your turn to quiz. Hey, Sasha. Would you like to do as a quiz for next week? It's the one, which one, Pete? Uh, the one with the evil the orthodontist. one with the evil. And in true, it's like, remember, um, when people started 
requesting episodes and then we get around to them about two years later sasha offered her services to do a quiz on the 11th of april pete so that's quite the delay isn't it uh there you go that request is now sent lovely i can't help but feel there will be no quiz admin error next week for the one with the evil orthodontist thank you and good night goodbye When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas... You will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, (laughs) you, you were different. Like you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.